and maybe you're seeking help, you're seeking clarity, you're at a dark point in your life, whatever it is that you're searching for, my commitment to you is to provide you with all the tools that I have equipped myself with. I've lived quite a life. I've been I've been on a journey. I've, I've, I've been somebody that has seeked out knowledge and information for my entire life. And what good does that do if I don't share it with the world? Welcome to The Superhuman Life. I'm your host, Frank Rich, and this is the only podcast in the world dedicated to helping men break free from the shackles of addiction through the power of faith and fitness. It is our goal with every episode to help you take back control and rebuild your body, mind, and spirit. And we do so by bringing you real and raw conversations with people just like you, aiming to find their place in this world while dealing with the everyday struggles and battles that we all face. Now, it is my belief that we were all created for a specific purpose. And if we can harness that belief or faith, then take control of our mind and body or fitness, then we can ultimately create the life that we've always dreamed about, our own superhuman life. I want to let you know how grateful and blessed I am to have you here with me today. Let's get on to today's show. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the first episode of 2020. Uh, we're here with the Superhuman Life. Guys, I just want to first of all just say Happy New Year. Um, hope you guys had an incredible time. Whatever you did on December 31st, if it was spending time with loved ones, with family, if you stayed in, if you went out, um, if you got crazy, if you got wild, if you just kept it cool, whatever you did, I hope you had an incredible time. I hope you celebrated what an incredible year 2019 was. And I hope that you're fired up for all that 2020 has the potential to be. Now, with this episode, well, first of all, um, as we're rolling into January 2020, guys, this is marking the six-month um, anniversary or celebration of The Superhuman Life. We launched the first episode on July 1st. Um, and like I shared with you back at the beginning of this podcast, this has been a dream of mine for quite a few years. And I never really had the messaging right. I didn't know what I needed to do, who I needed to speak to, what I needed to share what impact I ultimately wanted to have uh, with this show and with this podcast. And it wasn't until, um, as I've shared with you, my, my journey, my transformation, um, my, my walk with Christ, and ultimately what is now my faith and belief system, did I truly get the underlying message of what I wanted to create. And my goal here, uh, especially moving into 2020, is to do a lot more of these style of podcasts. So what we're going to be doing today, it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, we don't have a guest with us today. This is going to be a solo episode uh, here, and it's going to be jam-packed with value-based content. Uh, guys, it's my commitment to all of you that are out there and are listening and following, and, and maybe you're seeking help. Uh, you're seeking clarity. You're at a dark point in your life. Whatever it is that you're searching for, my commitment to you is to provide you with all the tools that I have um, equipped myself with. You know, I've uh, I've I've lived a you know quite a life. I've been I've been on a journey. I've I've, I've been somebody that has seeked out knowledge and information uh, for my entire life. And what good does that do if I don't share it uh, with the world? So, like I said, what I want to uh, continue to do. And this will be the first uh, first one of these. So I'm going to do my best to make it through this podcast here air-free. I know that's not going to be the case, but I appreciate every single one of you out there uh, that is listening and tuning in. And I hope that you get something out of this episode. So guys, if you enjoy this style of podcast, if you enjoy these style of um, 
of shows, let me know. Send me a send me a direct message on Instagram. Send me an email. My direct email inbox that I check every single day and do my best to reply to every single email is frankrich.fitness at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this, let me know. If you didn't, if you think that there's ways for me to improve upon what I'm about to deliver you, uh, deliver to you here today, let me know. If there's certain topics that you are interested in learning more about and you feel I may have some of those answers, shoot those over to me, guys. Like I said, I'm in the process of learning as I'm doing this. So I know that there's going to be some growth. I know that there's going to be some challenges. I know that there's going to be ways for me to improve these. And like I said, my only commitment to you guys is to do everything I can within my power to deliver life-changing, transformative value and content over to you. So as we get into today's episode, I want to kind of lay the foundation of what I want to talk to you guys about. You know, as we have turned over, not just a new year, not just a new decade, uh, it creates tremendous opportunity for us to one, look back and reflect upon what we've done. You know, what was the past 10 years like for us? You know, let's highlight some of those wins. Let's, let's really take some time to meditate on this and, and really get an understanding of who we were when the decade started and who we are now. You know, I think that um, if, if we're able to really kind of look at ourselves over, you know, over a 10 year period, we'll see that there was quite an abundance of some really high moments. You know, I'm sure no matter where you started the decade out at and where you finished it over the course of those 10 years, uh, there's something that you should be proud of. There's something that you accomplished um, that you probably didn't think you were capable of doing. So pat yourself on the back for that, man. Give yourself some congratulations uh, for achieving what ultimately you probably didn't think that you were able to do. And at the same time in token, there's, uh, there's going to be some stuff that we look back uh, that we could have done differently. We could have made improvements, um, you know, and, and, and I'm not one to, to harp on regrets. I think, you know, our failures um, and the difficulties that we go through in life are ultimately learning opportunities. And, and that's what this podcast is ultimately designed to do. As you experience with every single guest that we've had on here, they're all making massive impact and doing some incredible things in the world today. But every single one of those guests um, that we've spoken to across 17 uh, 17 episodes up to this point, um, experience some low points, significant experience, some, some downtimes in their life. You know, we had Justin, Justin Shank, um, you know, the, the title of his episode, which is episode five, I believe was finding your purpose in rock bottom moments. Uh, our most recent episode, um, with Brad Jensen, the sober bodybuilder and CEO of key nutrition, you know, he shared a story about, um, being on his hands and knees in a prison cell, um, the lowest point in his life after, you know, reflecting on injecting himself with heroin in the backseat of his mom's car on the way to a family funeral. Um, you know, he prayed to God and he heard God speak to him that this was the last time he would ever have to go through this process. Uh, we had Charles Clark from barely surviving to thriving and all the work and impact that he's doing in the world. Um, and then, you know, obviously, you know, this, this whole podcast and the mission behind this is rooted in, you know, my life story and transformation, you know, from high functioning, uh, porn addict for, for close to two decades to ultimately finding a way to create my own superhuman life. So that's what I want to take you guys down the journey today. Um, 
I titled this episode, Writing a Future That You Can Create. Now, a few of those words, I was very specific in why I chose them. Um, so we want to talk about goal setting. We want to talk about creating a vision. Uh, but ultimately, I chose the word future, writing a future, uh, because right now, all we can focus on is living in the present. Uh, but if we can plan out and we can envision a future life for us, then ultimately, uh, we have something to work towards every single day. Uh, now, the second, uh, the second word that I was very specific in choosing uh, was the word create. I believe we were all created for a very specific purpose, um, but it requires our work. It requires our effort. It requires our commitment and our belief and faith in our ultimate purpose in order for us to then co-create that future for ourselves. Um, so I'm not going to you. So, so like I said, we're going to walk you through the process of writing a future that you can create. And, and ultimately, you know, I, I think that there's no better time to have this conversation to discuss this topic than the beginning of January. You know, whether you're setting New Year's resolutions, whether you're setting new decade goals, whether you're setting uh, health goals, fitness goals, physique goals, financial goals, family goals. We're going to dive into these topics, touch them on the surface level. Each one of them, I believe, will end up becoming an episode of itself because my goal here is to keep this short, concise, practical, provide you guys with value that you can then go implement into the world, implement into the life, and ultimately write, an own, write your own future that you then have the ability to create and live out. Uh, I want to share you guys a quick story on kind of my motivation on, on really sharing a lot of this with you here today. So I am somebody that um, has practiced writing their goals down for quite a few years. You know, I've, uh, as I said, I've been a seeker of knowledge and information and um, have been a self-development uh, junkie since I was, you know, 21 years old. That's the first time I can remember diving deep into some Tony Robbins and, and John Maxwell. So I've always believed in writing things down. Um, and, you know, all the coaches and mentors that I've had over the year have preached this to me as well. Um, but in July of 2018, after returning uh, from a week-long cruise with my family at the time and, and my girlfriend, uh, Stephanie, who you guys have heard me speak about on multiple episodes, and if you follow me on any other social channels, um, you know that we have an incredible uh, relationship. Uh, we've grown grown so much. Obviously, you know she's been with me through some pretty rough times. She was there with me. Um, Back in back in July 18, she was a significant uh, figure in me looking deeper into myself and identifying that I had some things that I needed to change earlier in 2019. Um, and since doing that, we've just grown so closer to each other. We've grown closer uh, to God and our relationship now is deeply rooted in our faith. And I'm just so excited about the life that I uh, get to create with her. But back to back to the story. So July of 2018, um, we had returned from a family cruise. And I think I shared this on Oh, I don't know if it was on episode one or maybe it was on uh, Danny and Mora's podcast, Fat Fuel Family, or maybe it was with Ryan Huff. Um, I'll have to check back. And if you guys want to hear that part, uh, just reach out to me. But I'm going to give you kind of the the brief synopsis of that story. So Stephanie had purchased uh, for me previously uh, before July of 2018. She had bought me the Phoenix Journal. Now, if you guys don't know the symbolism of the Phoenix, uh, let me briefly share that because it's uh, it's really powerful. So it revealed 
represents transformation, uh, death, and rebirth um, in its fire. It's a spiritual totem. The phoenix is the ultimate symbol of strength and renewal. So a lot of what we talk about today is as we kind of dig uh, dip dig deep into the tactics and principles of writing your future. Um, it's going to talk about, and, and I'll share this uh, in more detail later on and talk about, you know, shedding an old version of you and creating uh, your new self. So, so very symbolic in, in the journal within itself. So the Phoenix journal, and a lot of what I talk about you here is things that I practiced in the Phoenix journal. But like I said, I had returned from this cruise and out of the, the blue one morning, the following week, I literally just sprang out of bed at, at 4 a.m., which at the time was not a normal practice for me. Um, it's become part of my life now. I am uh, somebody that truly enjoys um, getting up before the sun. I feel that a lot of my pr uh, most productive time for myself um, is done while everybody else is sleeping. So I'm very big on rising early. But back then, it wasn't um, it wasn't a part of my daily practice. And as I as I got out of bed and I went down and sat downstairs at our table, um, I opened up the Phoenix Journal and in it it's the first step was to uh, write a vision of the future. And, and I did this and um, I'm not going to share that entire thing with you guys. Uh, but there was one piece in the house, or I'm sorry, there was one piece in the future that I wrote where, uh, where I talked about uh, the home that St uh, Stephanie and I uh, were living in. Now at the time, um, obviously I was, you know, I was deep in, in, in my addiction. You know, we were together. Um, but there were things that Stephanie didn't, you know, ultimately know about me, which I've shared on episode one. So I was deeply, you know, uh, in my, in my porn addiction at the time and, um, you know, probably not being, or I know it's probably not, I know I definitely was not being, um, the ideal man for her. Um, you know, the objectification of women, um, the, the, the use of, you know, porn and consumption of it had ultimately put me in a position where there was at probably, you know, one thing that I desired more from Stephanie than anything else. And it was just hard for me to connect. But as I sat there and I wrote about our future, you know, I envisioned us living in a home in a specific area of Tampa, which uh, funny enough, we actually, uh, live in that exact zip code right now. So it's funny as I talk about creating this future, um, I'm sitting here in a, in a home that I didn't think, um, was truly achievable at the time, but it's something that I, that I wanted, uh, wanted in my life. So, um, in that, in that home, you know, I talked about, uh, how how we had created the environment we created a place that ultimately uh we could host family events we could host parties we could have holidays we could share time with our loved ones um now one thing i haven't talked a lot about um and haven't shared a lot um socially has been um the challenge that stephanie has had uh physically and and with her health you know the last 18 months or so um have been uh difficult times you know she has gone down a a health crisis you know and and i don't want to i don't want to go too deep in, into that maybe once again there's another episode opportunity there um but six seven months ago even four months ago the idea of of her putting together an event putting together a party and ultimately hosting a big celebration at her house probably wasn't something that was actually in the cards 
you know, and I think through the grace of God and um, just a belief that um, you can you can overcome anything in your life. Um, she has gained so much strength back, and you know, there's there's so many uh, reasons for us to be grateful and just look back and know that we're blessed because of where she is today, as opposed to where she was just even 90 days ago. Uh, it's incredibly, um, incredibly inspiring, and I and and I know as we roll into 2020 here. Um, that the future for her is just going to be limitless. But anyway, so so I talked about wanting to have this home to where we could cr- uh, create a an environment of love and and create a place where we could welcome others in. Uh, this was you know a year and a half ago, and it took us quite some time to get there. But as I sat uh, as I sat in our house on on Christmas Eve, which was you know just just over a week ago. Um, I got to see a light inside of Stephanie that um, I hadn't seen in a in a long time. So so we we were able to to bring her family over. We were be able to uh, spend time with them on Christmas Eve, and um, you know I think that's for me now. That's what that's what those holidays are about. It's about creating memories, creating uh, lasting moments. Um, and for her, it was it was ultimately it was one of those moments in her life that I know she'll she'll never forget because while we don't you know have a family to to call our own we you know we have we have two pups Bentley and Brief we love them like their children we treat them like their children we give them little personalities and everything um, but we were able to have her nieces and nephews over we were able to have her sister uh, sisters we were able to have her mom or dad and it was just one of those moments when I know I look when I'll look back on my life um, it'll just be something that uh, was just so incredible uh, to experience and be a part of and and while I don't think it was simply because I wrote it down on a piece of paper a year and a half ago, uh, I can't deny the fact that there's extreme power um, in being able to do to to actually write out uh, your vision, write out your future, and then watch it unfold and come to life. You know, so so with that. Um, Let's kind of get into to more of the the topic of the show here. So, writing a future that you can create. So it's going to be a you know three to four to five step process. Um, it's going to walk you through. And it, guys, if you want to actually have the journal um, that I used a year and a half ago to create this, and it's something that I've now uh, redone. You know, a lot of what I wrote uh, back in July of 18, many of those goals um, I've already achieved. So as I wrote out a five-year vision, I realized now that I wasn't setting my expectations. I wasn't creating my goals big enough because it was things that I thought that I needed five years to achieve. Some of them I achieved in six months. Some of them took a year. Some of them took a year and a half. And there are some segments or some pieces of that of that future that that I did not uh, yet create. So I want to I want to quote Tony Robbins here because I think that this is important. Tony Robbins says, most people overestimate what they can accomplish in one year and underestimate what they can accomplish in 10 years. So as we roll into 2020, here we are, um, you know, it's the beginning of January, this, this podcast will be out early in early in January. So as we're setting one year goals, 30 day goals, 90 day goals, five year goals, 10 year goals. Don't deny yourself of being ambitious. Don't deny yourself of setting what may feel like 
unrealistic or unachievable goals. Because what you have to realize is if you properly follow through on the plan, the execution day to day, there's real power in the compound effect. There's books out there, the compound effect, uh, slight edge, which is, which is one book that I've mentioned on a few different podcasts. Um, you'll have to start small. You know, you, you can't. What is it? You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, but over time, those compounding laying of bricks, the compounding efforts, you know, think about it. Um, you know, I'm somebody that's, you know, has, has been a trainer. I was a bodybuilder. You know, you don't build an incredible physique. This is why I write 12, you know, 12 week programs. This is why when I coach guys, I ask for, uh, three months, six month commitments. Cause I know, you know, you can't, you can't change everything. You can't achieve everything in a short amount of time, but you can make small steps, 1% progress every single day over the course of a year, five years, 10 years is going to add up to quite a significant amount of growth and opportunity. So as we're, as we're going through this process here today, um, or whenever you decide to, to action and, and implement these tools and strategies that I give you, remember what Tony said. Most people overestimate what they can accomplish in one year and underestimate what they can accomplish in 10 years. So writing a future that you can create. Guys, like I shared with you, um, I think that there's there's uh, benefit in having uh, resources and tools and pre-written scripts and doing this, I'm going to share with you some of the tactics and principles and things that I found effective. Uh, but if you want to pick up the Phoenix Journal or check it out, I'm going to post the link there in the bottom, uh, down there in the show notes of, of where you can find it. Um, it's incredibly powerful, not just for this purpose, but actually taking your one-year, five-year goals and breaking them down into 12-week or 90-day segments, then breaking those 12-week goals down into weekly tasks, and then taking those weekly tasks and breaking them down into daily actions. Uh, once again, that's a whole other podcast all for itself. Um, so probably expect to have that one coming up here within the next few weeks. Um, but here we're going to talk about the bigger picture. So kind of the overarching view of what you want to be doing here. So as you're writing this vision of the future that you can create, the first thing you want to start with is writing out your five-year vision. Five years. Why not 10? Why not 20? Why not 30? Well, five is long enough that you can create some really big dreams and some really big goals. But it's also short enough that you can really see it coming into fruition. Now, the thing is, we're, we're all going to change. We change every day. We change every five days. We change every 30 days. We change every year. You know, as we acquire more information, as we learn more about ourselves, we grow. What we're capable of achieving grows. What we realize is not as valuable as it once was grows. So we're constantly changing. We're constantly evolving. Um, as humans, as individual beings. So you don't want to plan your, your life out too far in the future. Now it's great to have an idea of, yeah, 20 years down the future, like this is what I want to be. But as we're actually putting these actions um, into implementation, start with five years. Now, there's a few things that I think are really big uh, or really important in writing this out as you're creating this five-year vision. So you want to write what your goals are, what you're creating, what you're achieving as if it's in the present tense and as if you're grateful or in a way of gratitude of what you've accomplished. So here's what I mean. 
if in your five-year vision of your life, you want to start a family, get married, build a home, accelerate in your career, get a promotion, transform your body. It doesn't matter what it is. As you write this down in your vision, you want to write it in an expression of gratitude for what has already been achieved. So for example, you want to get married, start a family, build a home. Here's how that will look in your five-year vision. So you mark the date. So if you're writing it on January 6th or 7th, which would be the day of or the day after this podcast is released. So January 6th of 2020. So you write it once again in the present tense in a sense of gratitude in the future. So how that looks, it's January 6th, 2025. I am extremely grateful and blessed to have found the woman of my dreams, proposed to her, asked her to marry me, and we had her dream wedding. You can go into detail and describe the wedding if that's what you want to do, but I think that's probably going to be more in her vision than yours. Just make sure you're there, you're present, and you're really committed to living your life with this woman. So it's January 5th, 2025. I found the woman of my dreams. We fell in love, proposed to her, asked her to marry me. She said yes, and we ultimately had her dream wedding. We were blessed with two beautiful, healthy children. And because of my hard work and persistence and what I do for a living, I was able to build the home of our dreams. Okay, did you guys get that? Did you see what I did there? As opposed to saying, by January 6th of 2020, 2020, 2025, I want to find a woman that, who, that loves me and I want to get married to her. I want to start a family. I'm not sure what that looks like, but I want to have a family with her. And I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing to make, a, to make a living or how we're going to be able to afford the home of our dreams, but I really want it to happen. All of those are wants. Wants are great but it's not going to get you the future that you can create. So what I did is, is I put myself in the frame of mind, in the mindset of actually already being where I want to be. I'm not wanting to find the woman of my dreams. I'm not wanting to lose weight. I'm not wanting to end my addiction. I've already done it and I'm grateful and I'm blessed because of it. Here's what it looks like. Boom, 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 boom. How are you ever going to get there if you don't know what you're going after? How are you ever going to accomplish anything in this world? You're going to leave it all to chance? You're going to leave it all to wants? To hope? I don't think so. Now, you guys know the mission of this podcast is to help men break free from the shackles of addiction through the power of faith and fitness. And I want to talk to those guys specifically right now. Now, I know that there's a lot of you out there um, that, are, that are listening to this. You may not be dealing with what you feel like is an addiction. You, you, you may be wondering, Frank, like, I'm not, a, I don't, I'm not an addict. I don't have issues. Well, I want to give you, I want to give you a definition that, that maybe shift your perspective on addiction and I want to challenge everyone out there listening to this right now to take this definition and to really reflect upon themselves and look at their life and look at everything that they're spending and investing their time in doing and ask yourself, is there something about my life that I need to change? But I want to define addiction as a repeated behavior done over and over that does not 
serve you or does not grow you. Once again, addiction is a repeated behavior done over and over that does not serve you. So as we're mapping out this vision of a future that we can create, we have to ask ourselves, are the things that I'm doing every single day in align with who I ultimately want to become? And if I'm continuing to do them and they don't serve me and they don't add value and they don't align with who I want to be in the future, begin to question if it's something that you may want to look about or may want to look at removing. Now, another thing that I shared at the beginning on, on, my, uh, on my story here in episode one was one thing I realized as I was uncovering what my addiction was. You know, I, I thought for, for decades that it was just normal what I was doing. Other guys do this. But what I realized is, is it ultimately wasn't the pornography that I was addicted to. It was the feeling, the sensation that that stimulus gave me. Now, there's tremendous amount of research done on addictive drugs. And there's a lot coming out now on the similarities of pornography to these drugs, these, these addictive drugs, cocaine, heroin, alcohol. And what we have to understand with all of these, you know, if we're dealing with heroin addiction, like Brad Jensen did, if we're dealing with cocaine, like Sam Morris did, if it's alcohol, which Chris Wilson's father from episode three, uh, you know, he grew up in, an, uh, in a very destructive and alcoholic environment. If we're dealing with porn addiction, guys, I know that you're out there and you're thinking, dude, what are you talking about? Porn is fine. Well, let's talk about what actually happens inside of the brain. Once again, I just want to gloss over this a little bit. I'm not going to dive deep into it. It's a whole nother uh, subject for a different podcast, but why it relates to what we're talking about today, I'll make sure to loop that back and explain it. So there's a system in our brain called the reward center. I'm not going to get into the technical side of things, but if you think about reward, it's achievement. Now, what happens with these addictive substances, pornography, food can do this for us. Anything that we experience joy and pleasure out of, it sends signals of dopamine to your reward center. Now, over time, these substances, whether it be pornography, drugs, alcohol, food, they hijack that reward system, sending false signals to your brain. And here's where the addiction comes in, because now you programmed yourself to need that level of stimulus in order to turn on those reward centers. Guys, that's an elemental part of who we are as humans. We need that sense of accomplishment. We need that sense of pleasure. It's hardwired into our brains. It's hardwired into our body. And if we condition ourselves to only get that through an addictive substance, through pornographic images, through pornographic videos, whatever, whatever it is that, that you're out there and, and you're not happy in who you are, so you seek out this other activity or this other substance to create that happiness for you, guys, you're hijacked. Your brain is hijacked by this dopamine surge, by this reward center. Now, why do you need a plan and a vision of the future. So we're gonna talk long-term and then break it down into daily actionable steps. So if you know where you're trying to get to, if you know what the future is that you're trying to create, you can then create an action plan to get you there. Create benchmarks. Take the long-term goal and break it down into shorter-term achievable accomplishments. Now, here's where the science gets into that because as you're marking and checking off whether it be daily accomplishments working towards your future, weekly accomplishments, monthly updates, 
quarterly checkoffs, as you're marking off these things that you wrote down that you want to accomplish and now you're accomplishing, you know what happens? You get that same surge of dopamine. You get those same signals set into your reward system. So what we're able to do over time, and this does not happen overnight. It takes work. It takes discipline. It takes effort. But if we want to replace a bad habit with a better future, if we want to create a negative toxic environment that we're living in now with our ultimate dream and vision of our superhuman life, we have to reward ourselves along the way. Guys, we're hardwired for this. And that's why this is so vitally important for everybody out there. But more importantly, guys that are bounded or held shackled by addictions. And I'm talking to you out there. So if this is you, I pray that this message is resonating with you right now. If you have questions about this, if you have things that you want to discuss, Frank, I get it, but like, can you help me? Reach out to me. I give you my email address. Find me on Instagram. Do whatever you need to do. I'm going to respond. Guys, I made it my commitment in 2020 to help 100 men break free from pornography addiction. Now, I don't think that this application, this tool is only going to be successful for guys dealing with porn. It's, it, it ultimately doesn't matter where you are in life. If you follow these steps, if you follow this practice and put this into place, your life will improve. But I feel a calling to help those guys out there that are dealing with the same struggles and challenges that I went through. So as I continue to grow this podcast and continue to put shows together, just keep in mind that everything that I'm doing is for you. So we have written out our five-year vision, whatever it is. Now, you want to get big. You want to dream big here. If you need some help in kind of identifying, well, what should I actually put in there? I live my life by, by a five-pillar approach. Call it the five S. So we have faith, fitness, finance, family, and freedom. Break each one of those down for you. And I think that if you're struggling to figure out what you should include in this, the five pillars are a great place to start. So faith, the overarching, most important component in everything that we're talking about here today. If you don't have belief that you were created for a specific reason, if you don't have belief and faith in yourself to actually achieve what you dream of achieving, then the rest of what you do is pointless. You have to start there. So write a vision of how your faith is going to grow in the future. How am I going to grow closer to Christ? How am I going to strengthen my walk with our creator? Number two is fitness. Fitness is all-encompassing of health, nutrition, body, muscle. Guys, I was a bodybuilder for a decade. I mastered the art of muscle building. I mastered the art of transforming my physique and transforming others. But there's so much more about our fitness than just the physique. There's the mindset. What are we doing to strengthen our mind? Practicing daily gratitude. Are you, are you meditating? Are you getting sufficient amounts of vitamin D? Are you connecting with earth and nature? All these little things matter. So write out what you're doing and improving and where your fitness level is at in five years. Guys, our body is, is the vessel that we get to experience and live this life through. If you don't take care of that first, then the remaining pillars don't matter. So we got faith, fitness. Number three is finance. So with the example that we talked about before, finding this woman, whatever it is, whatever it is, you're going to need some money to make something happen in this life, aren't you? Are you happy in the career? Are you happy in the job that you're in right now? Is there more in store for you in the future? Are you fulfilling your God-given potential? 
If you're already there, fantastic. My challenge is, if you think you're already at your max, look deeper. So finance, how am I making income? What am I doing with that money? Am I selfishly hoarding it? Am I selfishly buying myself lavish items to make myself feel good because I feel incomplete inside? Am I involved in charities? That's one thing that I talked about. And we'll be diving deeper into that later, uh, later these next few months and some things that I'm getting involved in. And hopefully you guys uh, feel the urge or you know, feel the desire to uh, participate in this with me as well. But how are you taking the money that you're creating and generating by your God-given skills and abilities and making the world a better place? Think about that and write it down five years in the future, how you're grateful for what you've done. The fourth pillar is family. Now, family, I'm not just talking directly about the people that are in your immediate family, your brothers, sisters, moms, dad, obviously, yes, those are all important, but your family is, is those people that you allow to speak into you, your community, your neighbors, your friends, your training partners, your coworkers that maybe you share more than just work with anybody that you're allowing to invest into your life and you're investing back into them. What does that look like? And the fifth pillar is freedom. So as we're writing this five-year vision out, freedom. And what I mean by this is, you know, if you're sleeping for eight hours a day, you're working for eight hours a day, 16 hours, that leaves you with an additional eight hours in that day. A third of your day is freedom time. So how are you investing? What are you doing with that time? Are you taking up new hobbies? Are you tapping into the youthful creative that you are? Guys, there's real power in play, real power in play. Think about what you're doing for enjoyment, what you're doing with your spare time or your free time, your freedom. Are you taking some of that and investing it back into you to grow and to learn, to expand your skill set and your knowledge to then maybe take that new knowledge acquired and apply it to your finances and grow your income? Are you spending that freedom time with your family, with those that you love and feeding into them and having them feed into you? Perhaps you're taking some of that free time to work on your fitness, do a bodybuilding show, run a marathon, enter a Spartan race. Guys, you see how all this is interconnected? So you've mapped it out. You know where you want to be in five years, and you've already envisioned yourself, and you're grateful for it. You've written it in the present text. Now, a lot of people do that, you're saying, right? I've written a five-year vision. This is nothing new, Frank. Well, the next part is just as vitally as important, if not more important. After you've seen yourself accomplishing your dreams in the future, I want you to write the vision that you're afraid of, the vision that you fear. What happens in my life? Who am I? What am I doing? How awful is my life if I don't do what is necessary to achieve my dreams? Somebody that I've spent a lot of time listening to, reading, just truly studying, uh, Jordan Peterson. He has a program out there called Self-Authoring. Um, and he talks about the research that, that they did at his university where they had people do very similar practices to what I'm talking about right here. Now, you can be extremely motivated by chasing your dreams, by knowing where you want to go and how you're going to get there. That can motivate you. But you know what's going to motivate you even more is running from the vision, the future that you're fearful of. Guys, if you don't know the consequences 
of not doing what you set out to do, what's going to keep you on track to fulfill those dreams? So just as in writing the future, writing the five-year vision, we wrote it in the present text and we were grateful for it. Do the opposite with what happens if you don't fulfill your commitments. So using the same example, found the woman of my dreams, fell in love, asked her to marry me. We had a dream wedding because of my hard work. We were able to start our family and build our dream forever home. What happens if you, because this is you, don't do the work needed to achieve that? I'm single. I'm lonely because I wasn't able to grow into the man that my dream woman needed me to be because of my laziness and my lack of effort at work. I never got promoted. I'm stuck in the same position doing this job that I hate. And because of that, I live in a studio apartment. Nothing wrong with that, but it's not in line with who I wanted to be. So I'm living in a studio apartment all by myself have nobody to create a future with. I have no family to pass down my legacy to because I wasn't committed enough to look at myself in the face and say, you know what? It's up to me to create this future for myself. Now, this is going to be unpleasant to do. It's going to be challenging, but the better job that you can do about being real with yourself because you all have greatness living inside of you. Every single one of us walking this planet earth was created for greatness. But at the same time, if we don't do the things that we know we're supposed to do, failure is just around the corner. And with that comes regret, shame, depression. Guys, I've been there. Awful feelings to experience. Nothing I wish upon any of you. So take it from me here. Not, you know, I'm not here to tell you that you need to do this, but if you're not living the life that you currently want, look at yourself, look inside. What do I want? But then what happens if I don't do the work needed for me to achieve that and write it down, but just don't write it down. Take it serious. Guys, I think so many people miss that part, but so vitally important. What happens to my life and where am I at? Now it's going to give you that motivation to realize that this takes work. Guys, I'm not just saying that you're going, to write a, you're going to write this down on paper, close your eyes, and then in five years, the universe is going to manifest it for you. That's not how this works. You have to work. And that's what we're going to be doing over this year is for those of you that are stuck, trapped, being held shackled by something keeping you from living your potential. Remember, an addiction is a repeated behavior done over and over that does not serve you. Well, if you continue to not serve yourself, if you continue to not grow, just like the compounding effects works in the positive, it's going to work in the negative. So what happens if I continue to watch pornography for three hours a day for the next five years? God, that's a lot of hours watching pornography. What happens if I continue to open that bottle every afternoon? What happens if I continue to eat that food that I know that makes me feel good for 10 minutes? And then an hour later, I feel like crap. What happens if I continue to watch six hours of Netflix every single night when I could, creating, could be creating the side hustle, could be creating the additional business to generate the income and revenue that I need to build my dream home, to create my dream life? What happens if I keep driving past the gym? What happens? What is the consequence of your actions? Be real with yourself. 
guys, I didn't think I was going to get so fired up talking about this, but as you can see, this is, this is my passion. This, this gives me fire because I know the power in doing it. I've seen it. I've experienced it in my own life. I've experienced in others that I coach. Guys, this same practice that I just shared with you, every single one of my coaching clients, whether they hire me for weight loss, muscle building, transformation, competing in a show, every single one of them goes through this. These guys pay me hundreds of dollars for a session, hundreds of dollars a month, thousands of dollars for months of coaching. And I'm giving to it for free. Just go buy a $20 book. Heck, you don't even need the book. Just grab some paper and write it down yourself. But if you want the actionable steps, if you want the continued journaling that comes with this, pick up the Phoenix Journal. The link is down below. Guys, you have the ability to create your own future, to co-create your own future. You have to identify what it is you truly want. Who do you want to be? How do you want to be serving the world? How do you want to be making other people's lives better? All of that is already in you. It's your job to unlock it. Guys, now once you've done the five-year vision and then the future that you're fearful of or the consequences of you not fulfilling this, you then break the five-year down into three-year, one-year, six-month, and 90-day goals. This is where you get the actionable steps. And I'm going to record a whole nother podcast on this because I know the time. Uh, we're, we're already going much longer than I planned on recording here. But like I said, this stuff fires me up. But once again, guys, to recap, writing a future that you can create. Start with a five-year. Write it in the present context and write it coming from a place of gratitude. Believe in yourself that you've already accomplished it. Because it wouldn't truly be a dream of yours if you weren't given the tools necessary to accomplish it. That's where your faith comes in. Understanding that you were created for a purpose. After you've identified who you are and what you're doing in this world, then write down the consequences if you don't fulfill that and be real with yourself. And in doing that, can guarantee you'll find things about yourself right now that need to be changed. And then break that five-year down and reverse engineer it into three years, one year, six months, and 90-day game plans. And guys, make it your commitment to yourself every single day to work closer and do everything within your power and strength to take just one step closer. Because every day that one step closer compounds and it gets you even closer to achieving your dreams. Guys, like I said, I'm on a mission this year to help 100 men end their battle and struggle with pornography addiction. If you are out there and questioning yourself or dealing with this or somebody in your life, maybe it's your spouse, your significant other, maybe it's your brother, maybe it's your best friend, maybe it's your buddy from the gym, maybe it's your coworker. If you know that they're dealing with them with this, share this podcast with them because it's got to start here. If you ultimately want to change who you are, you have to start by identifying who it is you want to be. So if that person is you and you want to discuss what it would look like, guys, hit me up on the DM, send me an email. Let's hop on a call. Let's talk about this. Right now, I'm looking for just five guys, five. I talked about a hundred, but I just want five right now that want to participate in the case study program. Guys, I spent over six months in 2019 diving into books, videos, speaking with experts to understand why we get addicted to pornography, but then ultimately... How can we change it and end it? You know, I've referenced this book a few times, and I think it ties in to this message here today. The Unbroken Brain 
by Maya Salvalitz. I still don't know if I'm promoting her, her last name correct or not. Um, hopefully one day I'll get a chance to talk with Maya. But The Unbroken Brain, she challenges the paradigm that addiction is a mental disease. Challenges it. it makes a real strong case for it. Guys, if you're an addict, whether it's alcohol, drugs, food, pornography, you're not sick. You don't have a disease. You don't go to the doctor and say, give me the, give me the prescription medicine for addiction. It's not a disease. It's a learning disability. You have learned improper and unproductive habits that are repeated over and over that do not serve you. The Unbroken Brain by Maya Salvalitz. I'll link that down below too because, guys, if you're anything like me, I'm hungry for knowledge. Um, but if you want to just talk about the book and, and maybe share let me share some of the most actionable steps from it. I think I'll probably do a podcast on that. God, as I'm, as I'm going through this one, I think I just got 10 more podcasts I'm going to be bringing to you guys. So my commitment to you is to continue to do these. I want to get back to once a week minimum. We're going to continue to bring guests on because I love that part of it. I love hearing people's story. I know that there's so much value in sharing other people's journeys with the world. So I'm going to continue to do that. But my commitment is to do more of these solo podcasts. And maybe not all of them will be an hour long. Maybe they'll be two, three hours. I don't know. Maybe it'll be 20 minutes. But I felt called here today to share this with you. So guys, if you are interested in learning about how to put this stuff into action, how to create and write a, a future that you can create. Hit me up, guys. I'm looking for five guys right now to participate in this case study. You will be the first to go through this program that is ultimately going to impact and change the lives of 100 men this year and have an everlasting impact on the world. So if you're ready, hit me up. But guys, I hope you truly found value in what I shared with you today. I think that there's so much to be taken from what we discussed here. Put it into action. Start rewarding yourself on a weekly, daily, monthly, quarterly, yearly basis. Rewire, reprogram your brain to no longer seek out those addictive substances or stimulus, pornography, whatever it is. Get it out of your life and start sending that dopamine signal with your accomplishments. Guys, I thank you so much for lending me your time today. I can't tell you how extremely grateful I am for every single listener of this podcast. This has been a life-changing commitment for me. You know, the feedback, the responses that we get from every single guest, uh, just, just in particular, the most recent episode with, with Brad, you know, Brad shared some stuff on the podcast that he hadn't talked about anywhere else. And the following day had the revelation that that was a part of his life that he needed to put more out into the world. And I just feel honored that he shared it with you first. He shared it with me and then with you because his story is so powerful. And every single one of you out there has a story inside of you that can change someone else's life. So make it your commitment to fulfill your purpose and make the world a better place. Guys, I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning into the episode here. If you are new to the superhuman life and you have not done so yet, if you found value in this episode, make sure to leave us a five-star rating and rate and review. Help us spread this message. Help us, help us gain more awareness on these platforms. And like I said at the beginning, if you have feedback about today's episode, if you have topics you want discussed on future episodes, whatever it may be, send me an email, frankrichfitness, frankrich.fitness at gmail.com. Hit me up on Instagram, the superhuman Frank. But I love you all. And I'm so excited for every single one of you to make 2020 
the year of greatness, the year of creating your own superhuman life. God bless you all and have an incredible day.